Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations, brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. And I really hope that this one inspires you as it did me, and that when you're inspired, you'll share it with a friend. I am your host, Dana. And I want to begin today by making a parent notice for this episode. This episode may not be appropriate for little ears, and that's because we talk about a nonprofit organization that serves women in human trafficking. And so I just wanted you to be aware of what we're going to be talking about, because I know that it may not be time for little ears to have that conversation yet. But I am delighted to bring you my guest, Deb Ellinger, and her daughter, Peyton. Deb is the wife to Jake. She's mom to Maddie, Lainey, Peyton, and McGuire. She works in a church, and she's the founder of a nonprofit that serves sex-trafficked women on the streets of Detroit. Peyton is 18. She enjoys competitive softball, sports medicine, and, of course, hanging out with her friends. She's planning on attending Robert Morris University to study sports psychology. And I am excited to introduce them to you today. Deb and Peyton and I have a mutual friend in RJ. RJ posted this video that absolutely blew my mind. And so I had to ask him to connect me with his friends who were involved in this. And so Peyton goes to Athens High School and they host this amazing event called Charity Week. And I'll let them give you all the details, but you are going to be so delighted and encouraged and inspired by their story. So without any further ado, let's jump into my lively conversation with the Ellingers. Deb and Peyton, welcome to Lively Conversations. I am so glad that you're here. Why don't you go ahead and give us a hi and tell us what you typically spend your days doing. Um, so hi, this is Deb. And typically what I do on my days, I'm either homeschooling one of my kids or doing ministry down in Detroit or um, at our church with first through fifth graders. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Peyton. Um, typically throughout the day, well, I usually am at school, but then now I'm not really there. So I'm just at home doing school in my bed, watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> You and most teens in the country, I think. So (laughs) here's a fun little question. We were just talking a bit ago about how we've got so much more time on our hands. So tell me this, what book or movie have you read or seen recently that you would recommend and why would you recommend it? Well, this is probably my all-time favorite movie and I just watched it like last night, I think. And it's the Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again movie. Oh, fun. Uh, I love that movie, the music, and it's good. All the actors are amazing. So, The question is, did you sing along? Oh, of course. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) That's awesome. What about you, Deb? What are you reading or watching? So right now I'm watching on Netflix, All American. It's based on a true story about a football player, and um, it is amazing. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I live in Texas, so that is football country. So yeah. I have to check that one out in my yeah, spare time. Yeah, you definitely have to check it out. It's pretty awesome. Okay, so y'all, we have never met in person, but we do have a mutual friend in RJ. And RJ posted this video that absolutely blew me away. And so when I saw it, I had to reach out and say, please introduce me to somebody involved in this. So Peyton, tell us a little bit about what Athens High School Charity Week is. 
so basically charity week is we take a week out of our school school year basically and we just raise money for a certain nonprofit charity and the last well at least since my freshman year we've raised over a hundred thousand every year so like my freshman year we raised a hundred and fifty five thousand dollars then sophomore year we raised a hundred and forty eight thousand dollars and then junior year we raised a hundred and thirty hundred and thirty thousand dollars and then this year we topped our record with a hundred and eighty thousand dollars that is amazing, Peyton. <laughs> I mean, when I started seeing the, um, they had a big painted sign on the gym wall and they were rolling it back and they just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And then everybody went bananas. I was just like, <laughs> what is this? This is incredible. Yeah. So um, you guys have been doing this for four years or longer than that? Uh, we've been doing this for, oh geez, we've been doing it for a really long time, but, um, this year has definitely been our best year, especially with like all the events that student council planned and everything. It's just an amazing week overall. That is really incredible. Tell me something that you guys did as a fundraiser this year. Um, so we have this, uh, I guess fundraiser, but it's our Mr. Athens pageant. And basically there is um at least like two people from every grade but the seniors can have like as many people as they want to represent to be the mr athens basically so whoever raises the most money throughout the entire week by like selling things or something like that they are mr athens and they just raise the most amount of money and our yep. mr. Athens pageant is the best thing ever <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun all right. And so then the, every year they choose a certain charity. And this year they chose Ellie's House. So Deb, can you tell us a little bit about what is Ellie's House? Yep. So uh, what we do is we help women that or are um, involved in sex trafficking or enforced prostitution. So we do two things. We provide a residential program for them where they can live at our house rent free for two years. And uh, we will help you basically get your life back and back in on track. We'll help you. We get GED. We'll help you get your driver's license. If you want to go to college, we're going to help you do that. We're going to help with life skills. We're going to provide all your medical, your mental health treatment, all of those things for two years, and then um, help you become self-sufficient so that we can help you find um, permanent housing after those two years. And then the other thing we do is we go on the streets of Detroit and feed women who are in forced prostitution. Um, we give them food. We give them hygiene. We, I'll take them to doctor's appointments so they can call my cell phone and I'll pick them up and take them to appointments and we'll pray with them. We just basically love on them. We'll take them to treatment programs if they want to, um, but most of them just really love having the relationship with us. And so we're just committed to loving people, just loving them where they're at. Wow. That is a really incredible ministry. And Deb, it's my understanding that you started this. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. I started it. Um, it was just me and my husband. We would get in the car and just drive around the streets of Detroit looking for women to talk to and to feed and to just kind of try to bless women. And um, now we have a house where we house two women. We're um, now with this money, we're going to buy more houses so we can house more women and provide more resources for them. Um, and now I have about um, 12 to 14 people that are committed to going on outreach. So we have a team out there three days a week going to the same area that we've been going to for about four years. So just being consistent and building that relationship has helped grow what we do. That is really, really amazing. And mm -hmm. I bet it is really difficult work, but I bet the rewards that you see as these women just find hope in Jesus are just amazing. Yeah, it is pretty amazing because people say what a blessing 
you know, what a blessing our ministry is to people and to women. But honestly, like these women are a blessing to me. I consider it just a big privilege to be able to even be part of their life here. They meet this lady they don't know who just shows up consistently. And like, I know their stories. I know their life. I know things that most people probably don't know about them because they were willing to share that with me. And I think that's, that's a huge privilege. Oh, I love that. There's a mutuality and friendship there. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, Deb, what difference does $180,000 make for the work that you do? Oh my gosh. I can't even begin to tell you. We are just a little grassroots organization that got started because my church believed in us and helped fund us. And so that's how we get our funding is through local donors and churches and fundraisers. And so to have $180,000 for us is going to be life-changing for so so many women and providing residential programs. There's just really a lack of residential programs that can operate with, like, we just really focus on the relationship when you're at our house. And I think there's a lot to be said about the relationship and recovery. And so we will be able to provide that for so many more women. And um, I can't wait to see what God's going to do with it. I can't wait either. You're going to have to keep us updated. (laughs) Now, Peyton, were you involved before your school started raising these funds? Yeah. So like every year, I mean, like for charity, like everyone just like participates, like everyone gets out like money from their bank account gets like everyone gets like $1 bills or $5 bills. Cause like just to buy anything and all the money goes towards the charity for charity week. Awesome. So every year I've done it, it's amazing. So she saved her money for charity week yeah. so she can use it. That's really incredible. Before Charity Week chose Ellie's house this year, were you involved with Ellie's house? Um, a little bit. Um, okay. I try to help as much as I can, but I've just been busy, you know, like with school and everything. Oh, absolutely. But, um, sometimes I help like make like lunches or like help organize where our storage is, which is in our basement. And yeah. And all of our kids have been on outreach. So we've kind of made them all go just to experience <laughs> it. And some of them like to go consistently, but we've tried to keep it, um, we started with it just being in the family. Oh, that's so neat. Yeah, I think that's uh, intre- or it's helpful to have that kind of exposure to uh, just ways that we can that we can serve other people. So, Peyton, mm-hmm. you and your classmates. I just want to say this. I'm sure somebody's already told you this, but you guys should be incredibly proud of what you've done. And I don't know you, but I am stinking proud of y'all. When I <laughs> watched that video I cried and then I watched it again and my son came in and I was crying he's like what's wrong mom I was like nothing this is just so amazing to me that a group of teenagers would get together and that they would make an impact on the world like this Mm -hmm. so uh can you describe the effect that being a part of something like this has had on the students in your school um I think it honestly has had a really big effect on everyone like one of my friends um he was running for Mr. Athens and he like came up to my mom and he just said like this week has changed my life entirely and just by like helping and like trying to be involved with Ellie's house like it's just a like a big amazing thing that especially other people too like um like after the big reveal like I was crying I was bawling my eyes out and people (laughs) kept on like coming up to me like this is amazing like this week has just been like so amazing like I'm so glad that we were able to do this. I know it means a lot when you can, uh, when you find yourself participating in something that you know makes a difference. So that's really, really incredible. Uh, how have you guys seen investing in building relationships and loving people make a difference in your relationship with each other as mother and daughter? 
Um, oh, well, I think for me, I did not grow up learning that. Like I lived in a very law-based house. So loving people where you were at and giving grace was not common. And so I um, really learned from a lot of great people how to love people where they were at, which helped me to love my kids where they were at, knowing that like at the end of the day, we all have a sin problem, right? We all make mistakes. We all have a sin problem. Some people's sin is just more exposed for others. And so I've always just been, um, I just have always wanted to love my kids no matter what they did or how they responded or what was going on in life, because that might be the only time they ever get to see it in the world we live in sometimes. Mm. Any thoughts about that, Peyton? Um, I mean, no, she's totally right. Cause I think it really does make a difference of how you're raised. Like if like my, how my mom was like raised in like a really law based household, I guess. And like compared to like a really loving household, I think it really can affect how the kid grows up and like how they like, I guess, respond to like different things and like how they feel about like different people or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me then, how have you seen investing in building relationships and loving people make a difference in your community? I think that like everyone coming together can like seriously help and like um, no matter like who's like doing something or like who's like helping raising, like everyone will come together and like help like do anything to get support for whatever that person is doing. I feel like we live a really caring community because one of the cool things it's like we have not been in this community for very long. Um, most um, our community is known for people coming and going through elementary school, middle school, high school. Like everybody just kind of stays together. The big joke is no one ever leaves Troy, Michigan. Everyone just stays here. <laughs> and, um, and so we are relatively new to the community. Um, my kids just went to high school there. And, and just to see the support that people gave an organization that um, yeah, was local, but was relatively new to people. Um, in addition to a, an organization that was willing to go out and talk about sex trafficking and addiction and homelessness and for the community to be able to see like those things really do happen. Those things are happening literally 15 minutes from our house, 20 minutes from our house. And to see how people were um, becoming more aware of that and wanted to be helpful all year round, like not just during charity week, but all year round, they wanted to be able to give back and help in some way. I love that. I love the both and of your community enveloping you and your mission, but mm -hmm. also you have clearly made a huge impact on your community. Yeah. So I want you to tell us a little bit more about how we can get in touch with Ellie's House. How can our listeners find you? Yeah, so you can check out our website, elliesheouse.org slash wicksite.com. Um, you can check us out there. You can also email me at elliesshouse313 at yahoo.com. Um, if you want to learn more about us, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram page as well. And we're pretty consistent updating that, especially about street outreach. People like to hear about what's going on on street outreach. And so we usually do it on our Instagram and Facebook. So you can check us out there. That's exciting. We will definitely link to that in the show notes. So you can find all of those details there. All right. One last question. Because the show is Lively Conversations, what is something that's filling you with life today? For me, it's, it's got right now today is with everything going on, filling me with life is going, being able to still go out and do street outreach. Mm -hmm. um, because 
there's less and less people out because of the coronavirus. And so homeless people, women in trafficking world are not getting any resources right now. They're not getting food. They're not getting hygiene. Um, we're able to go down and give out gloves and masks. And that is just really kind of filling my cup up right now because we are not in a position yet where we can't go. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. What an incredible gift to be able to mm-hmm. give right now. Yeah. Kate, what about you? Honestly, I would just say like just being able to hang out with my siblings again, like, yeah, we may want to murder each other half the time, but <laughs> it's just fun like hanging out with them. Like last night, me and my two older sisters were playing just dancing. One of them got hit in the head, but it's just like fun just like hanging out with them, just making stupid memories like that. <laughs> oh, I love that answer. That's fantastic. <laughs> Okay, Livelies, I am so incredibly blown away by this story. I think I used the word incredible like 15 times. That may be a bit of an exaggeration. But to hear about a bunch of teenagers coming together and raising that amount of money, I was responsible for fundraising on Justice's lacrosse team last year. And we raised a fraction of that. And I could tell you is a lot of hard work that went into it. And so it just is inspiring and helpful and motivating to know that this generation is capable of such amazing things. And I hope that it leaves you feeling inspired too. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversation to you and your family, we want you to consider these verses as you talk. In a letter to the church in Philippi, Paul acknowledged a generous gift they'd given him that was supporting him and Timothy to minister to people. They were super generous. A man, was it good. At the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Ephroditus. There are sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What cause would you love to give generously toward? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week at the table. Adios. Goodbye. (laughs)